And what do I got? I don't know. I got some. I just got good records today. I got. I, I didn't do a whole. Bughouse Square. Yeah, how you doing? Have you seen that vigilante man? Have you seen that vigilante man? Have you seen that vigilante man? I've been hearing his name all over the land. Yeah, this week on Bughouse Square, I'm back. I missed last week. It was, uh, yeah. It was, uh, oh, I, well, it was, I had a good reason. Um, I don't, um, you don't need to know, but it was important. The place that, I, that it was important for me to be at. So I was there, and uh, I was not here, but I'm here this week. And what do I got? I don't know. I got some. I just got good records today. I got. I, I didn't do a whole lot of thinking. I did it more feeling. I went down and and I just kind of brushed my fingers across the records, and then wherever they were landing, I'm grabbing. So uh, it's going to be two hours of good music. I'll tell you that right now. I'll tell you that. Tico may come in. We got some rise from the basement. We got one that I'm really excited about. I don't know if I should be, but we'll see. Uh, uh, we'll get to that. So we got some uh, contributors to get to. So it's Bug House Square. It's Mini Radio. It's um, it's San Francisco, man. Preacher Casey was just a working man, and he said, "Unite all you working men." Killed him in the river, some strange man was that, a vigilante man. Vigilante man Why does a vigilante man Carry that sawed-off shotgun in his hand Would he shoot his brother and sister down I rambled around from town to town I rambled around from town to town and they herded us around like a wild herd of cattle was that the vigilante men have you seen that vigilante man have you seen that vigilante man i've heard his name all over the land
out our problems and iron out our quarrels and try to live as brothers and try to find peace within without stepping on one another and do respect the women of the world remember you all had mothers we gotta make this land better land than the world in which we live and we gotta help each man be a better man with the kindness that we give i know we can I know that we can, I know darn well, we can work it out. And yes, we can, no, we can, can, yes, we can, can, or why can't we if we want yes, we can, can. I know we can make it work, I know we can make it if we try. Oh, yes, we can, I know we can, can, yes, we can. We got your mind. Oh, yes, we can, I know we can, can. Come together as an equal paper burden off your 
He's talking about a new way of walking. Do you want to lose your mind?
Smith had a college education. Sally Jones had a scientific streak. Susie Brown used to lecture on ancient architecture. Josie Green spoke Latin and Greek. Just forgotten girls with forgotten brains. While history explains when Madame Pompadour was on a ballroom floor, said all the gentlemen, obviously. The Madame has a She had a well-developed personality. And what did Romeo see in Juliet? Or Pierrot in Pierrot? Or Jupiter in Juno? You know. And when Salome danced and had the boys in trance, no She knew how to use her personality. A girl can get somewhere, even if she has stringy hair. She can even be a bit bold at her knees. Makes no difference. You know what, though? She's got to show a faultless personality. And nowadays, you can learn to spell. Take dictation pretty well. You don't have to sit on the boss's settee, never. That is, unless you've got a perfect personality. And there's only one thing that puzzles me. Why is it certain girls offer certain things? Some get sable coats and some even get wedding rings. And you know who they're from? The best guys, the one who wear their spats right. Ha <laughs> ha, now you're right. So brother, don't tell me I'm smart and have the kindest heart or oh, what a wonderful sister I'd be. Cause I'm not looking for any relatives. I just want a small personal opinion. Just tell me how you like my personality. And just give me a short explanation. Don't make it long cause I don't like that look in your eyes. Make it short, brother, real short. Down through the garden in the morning after 
Sly Stone. Sly and the Family Stone, as a matter of fact. And it's the name of that song is called Hot Fun in the Summertime. Um, I love that. I love that song. I love that title. I love Sly and the Family Stone. Um, I got my greatest hits. And on the back of that one, you got Sly Stone, and he's got this crocheted badass hat on, and he's got just big beautiful teeth and big sideburns and as a kid he had this vest a um, American flag vest which was mostly blue and stars actually it wasn't American flag at all it was like blue and red and white stars on the vest and on the tie with a big fat knot and then uh, like a a red satin um, collar shirt Man, I loved that look. I was so, I really did. Um, I still do. <laughs> Sly, hot fun in the summertime. Hey, it's uh, Bug House Square. Well, what have you been doing? Um, yeah. Um, yeah, I wasn't here last week, but uh, I hope that uh, if you t- tuned in by accident, that it wasn't, um, I think, uh, Vince from uh, Unleash the Rain was... Uh, going to uh i don't know maybe he was renting the space out so i don't know man all kind of scary things could have happened last week but that's okay um well i don't know (laughs) anyway um that was a nice bit of music huh wasn't it jesus um should we talk about that a little uh why not um let me grab this pile hold on 
so before Sly, before Sly was Guedevere and um, from uh, Crosby, Stills and Nash and Young so far, which is really, <clears throat> I'm not sure Guedevere, I think that was probably on their first record, Crosby, Stills and Nash. But this so far record they put out, it was kind of like uh, they were just cashing in. They just maybe threw like one or two extra songs and then ones from their other releases and called it an album and sold it to people. But it's got a nice cover work from Joni Mitchell, a nice uh, drawing of the band, somewhat kind of a, a um, abstracty kind of thing, of them melding into a various kind of cityscapes and, and, and uh, landscapes. Yeah, Crosby, Stills, Nash & Young, Guadavir, Young wasn't on that, but I just, I tried to sing along with that, and uh, man, I sure can't sing. <laughs> Not like those guys. And then before that was Pearl Bailey. Um, <clears throat> you know, I don't know what it is about Pearl Bailey that um, uh, that I really like. I mean, part of it is it's it's stuff that I grew up listening to. It was my mom's. These that was this is actually my mom's record. I'm looking at it now, and it has Nuthatch written on pen across it, and that was my mom's like scout name. She was a, a Girl Scout then leader whatever but um i listened to that side and it was one of those record players that you put like four records five records and then you just play the sides right it's automatic you know don't have to touch nothing it was uh it was phenomenal yeah and this was one of the sides and that was the start personality was the name of that song and that i just i just love that tune i mean that's that's tin pan alley man right there and pearly singing and just some kick-ass band uh, I dig that shit. I'm sorry. Um, before that was, uh, <laughs> I had to play this because I have it. It's uh, the big, uh, the big folk. It's the, uh, the brothers four. And I don't know too much about them. I really wasn't um, in the uh, uh, folk scene, but I got to imagine the brothers four, if they got numerous records out and there's pictures of them and they're on a major Columbia, a major record that these cats were, were something. In that period of time, they just didn't give anybody record contracts and make records for them. But that was Walk Right In. And I remember that that was that was a hit or I don't know. I think I remember from like a commercial or something. But uh, Walk Right In, man, dig that. Wasn't that just a hip song? It just had me snapping my fingers and tapping my toe. That was good. Yeah. <clears throat> the Brothers Fort. And uh, before that was Sid Barrett off the Peel Sessions uh, EP. Um, doing Baby Lemonade. I love that song. I love Sid. Um, what can you say? Sid Barrett, if you don't know him, Pink Floyd. First Pink Floyd record. And then um, went on his own. But um, check him out if you're into that sort of thing. But maybe you're not. You don't know. So check it out anyway. At least listen to it. Of course, he just did. So I guess... Giant Steps, John Coltrane. Um, I, you know, every time I pull this record out, I have to talk about it because it's like one. I think this is like the best record I ever got at a street sale or sidewalk sale. And excuse me, I'm just like Belgian. <laughs> Sorry, that's pretty bad. Um, I got this in Chicago, right like a block away from my house, and I was just walking. It was a Saturday or Sunday morning. 
and it was about 10, 11, and it was kind of hazy, you know, kind of that, you know, after not really hung over, but like kind of mind numbed, you know, you get after you drink a lot, you know, but you don't really get hung over that kind of feeling. And I'm just kind of dragging it down the street, probably to get some, uh, you know, a Denver omelet with cheese and a rye toast buttered, um, onions in the potatoes and, um, tomato juice, um, where I happened upon a, a street sale and I got this record there, 50 cents. The guy was like so cool. I got this. I think I got um, uh, Jack Johnson, Miles Davis, Jack Johnson, which I'd like to play, but it's only got two sides. And it's one, one day I will. It's like, you know, each song is 19 plus. Um, before that were the Pointer Sisters. And uh, yeah, they're sisters. They are. I mean, it's. I was reading the credits and it's like, God, Pointer, Pointer. Pointer, what's going? What do you mean? And then uh, it's the Pointer Sisters. So there was a uh, yeah, um, yes we can. Uh, that song has just got just the the baddest backbeat and bassline. Incredible. Uh, talking Heads. Before that, warning signs of things to come. All right, I've said it before and I'll say it again. Warning signs. The Talking Heads off uh, more songs about buildings and food. I think that's their. That might be their second record. This, this is your f- second record, and uh, Eno produced this, and their next couple records after that. But this is uh, this is uh, just uh, more songs about buildings and food. Get that one, man. Listen to it. Superb. And then we started off with the Beatles um, from the uh, no from Revolver. Uh, Tomorrow Never Knows, and uh, that's great. That was probably one of the first uh, uh, drum loops dropped, man. 1966, bro. They were looping the drums, they were. Yeah, they did in the bass line, and uh, the whatever that cranking Indian droning device. But that's cool. That's a good song. Uh, The Beatles, Revolver. Um I'm going to try to get one of these days. I'm going to get that. They got a copy of um, a box set of like all their like great records that are um, in mono. Like they kind of how they wanted them to be heard. The Beatles. And um, anyway, so that's that. We're going to the basement because um, it's no lie in the basement. We're miles apart. No surprise. Going to rise from the basement. Um, I, I, I gotta do something with this guy cause it, I, I'm touched by this, uh, submitter and, um, it's a uh, six scum bastard from Benicia and I gotta go back. I, uh, all right, this might, this might kind of screw us up because I'm, I'm right now I'm on his SoundCloud page and I'm ready to go, but am I satisfied with that? No, because this gentleman or I'm assuming it's a gentleman touched me so much that I have to go back to his email. So it was, all right, so there's the first one that he sent with the, um, and it, and it was, uh, just all it was, was it came up and a link to the, the song. And then, th- and then under that were three, I think, yeah, three exclamation points. And then below that, maybe t- three or four spaces was, uh, scum noise <laughs> so he got he had me there and then uh I, I and i've never done this before i've never like do correspondence and, and maybe i won't give his name because i don't i don't know if if al i'll give his first name alex wants me to, to to share his name um other than the scum 
suckers or whatever, then we'll find out exactly what I forget what the name of it is. Scum guys. Um, right on. I told him that uh, looking forward to uh, um, uh, playing you this evening on my show. Um, and then he wrote back, right on. Uh, you can tell him to come to the Burnt Ramen Studios in Richmond on Sunday night to see us at Shitty Band Night. <laughs> Uh, yeah, so uh, that's that's another thing. That, like shitty band night. That's man. That's why I always go every time. Shitty band night. That's like that's when it happens. So this is Alex of. All right. So hold on. We're, um, all right. Well, we're gonna do this adventure together. This is Alex from uh, the Six Scum Bastard, and we're going back. We're gonna go to a SoundCloud thing and. Um, I'm sorry. Uh, it's loading up pretty good. Sometimes things are kind of creaky around here. So I, I always, you know, hate to move out, but, um, all right. So I got to play. The thing is he's got like three songs and there. Two of them are like 36 minutes and one's four minutes and 46 seconds. So I'm going to play freaky G. Um, and this is, uh, six scum bastard. And uh, under the genre, it gives um, number tripla, trip, trip, tripla, T-R-I-P-P-L-A-H, with a number sign in front of that. Okay, this is Freaky G, Six, six Come Bastard. Um, hold on, I gotta get this, and all right, we got the... Territory Cause me, this G, this freaky fucking G This 
fucking fake MCs, who you fucking fake MCs? Don't call me no MC, I'm the freaky G, don't call me no MC. I know, you cheese on me some fees, but best to pay your fees. You sit in fucking food, death to pets and death, so no more pets for you. So I guess it's time to sweat, and I guess it's time for dress. You sit in fucking food, I told you, my table's a fucking set. There, I don't think it matters. My skin's blazing through and my clothes in tatters. And the railroad looked like a Y up the hill of ladders. One shoe fell on the gravel, one stick poked down. Gray of age fell down on a pair of ears. An eagle shined through my whole watch pocket. A gingham girl, baby girl, passed me by in tears. A jackrabbit raised his folded ears. A beautiful sagebrush, jackrabbit. And an oriole sang like an orange. His breast full of worms. And his tail clawed evening like a hammer. His wings took like a bomber and my rain can caught me a cup of water when I got into town 
Odd jobs, ma'am. Ah, your horse all fodder. I'm the roundhouse man. I once was your father. A little up the road, a wooden candy striped barber pole, and above it read a sign, painless Parker. Lick, lick, licorice twisted around under a fly, and a youngster cocked her eye. God before me, if I'm not crazy, is my daughter. Come, little one, with your little dimpled fingers. Give me one, and I'll buy you a cherry phosphate. Take you down to the foaming brine and water, and show you the wooden tits on the goddess with the pole out full sail that tempted away your peg-leg father. I was shanghaied by a high-hat beaver mustache man and his pirate friend. I woke up in vomit and beer in a banana bin in a soft lass with brown skin. Bore me seven babies with snapping black eyes and beautiful ebony skin. And here it is, I'm with you, my daughter, 30 years. Away can make a seaman's eyes, a roundhouse man's eyes, flow of water, salt water. Myself. It's amazing what devices you can't 
R.E.M. World Leader Pretend and that's off of uh, the green record (laughs) Uh, that's pretty good now looking back on that Uh, the green record yeah that's uh, that's a good tune yeah I liked R.E.M. I saw them a few times they were they could really uh, as a friend said they could really what did he say <laughs> they could really stir it up or mix it up or uh put out for like a three-piece band you know they were three-piece and a front man but they really they were a good good live we're going back to the basement oh and before that of course was captain beefheart off of trout mask replica now that i've got a copy i'm going to be visiting that um i don't i don't know the album really well i mean i knew like cuts and stuff but I never owned a copy so I really I wanted that kind of dialogue thing but um I'd really I wanted to let it roll into that next one but um it was just like it was would have been too long and I don't want to uh I want to be in a good space when I hear that and I want to I don't want to have to worry about time man I just don't want to have to worry about it we're going back to the basement this is Hal McMillan and he, I've played some of his stuff before, and this dude kind of, he's a sax player, and he play, he like mixes uh, sax over some songs, I guess, right? But I'm hoping that, hoping, um, I'm just fishing around on his, uh, uh, his SoundCloud thing. He just sent something in. So this is Hal McMillan, and this is called Driver, Follow That Sax. And I just grabbed this one because 
of the title. Purely based on the title. Hal McMillan.
Pretty soon you're gonna pay That was uh, War, of course, um, uh, Slipping in the Darkness. Uh, yeah, what a baseline. Jesus. So we got uh, Tico's in here. I'm like, force him to come in and, and listen to that song with headphones on. Tico, can you talk? I'm going to get a little like, like oh. you, can, you don't have to lean in on that one. You just, you just chill out like there you go right there. And Hello, Sean. Hey, how's it going, man? I'm great. How are you? I'm doing very well. Um, uh, Tico is um, the uh, driving force behind forced medication. He's doing most of the forcing. <laughs> and uh, there are a band or a, yeah, it's a, I don't know. I mean, some people say, what, what is a band? I'm going to say uh, it's a, uh, what would you say, a band or what, or a project? I think if it's more than one people, you can... It's a band. All right, yeah. so Force Medication, a band um, that uh, Tico writes songs for, and he collaborates with... Uh, who's your uh, lyricist that uh, you work with? Uh, Wendy. He's my, she's my friend in San Diego. Okay. She's a great writer. And, uh, yeah, she's she's the, the, the lyric master, mistress. And uh, there's you who write these songs. Um, I, I don't have anything queued up anyway, but uh, you stop in um, now and again, and it's, uh, it, it, it's good to have you uh, here right now. And uh, so what I'm going to do is I'm going to play one more from the basement, and we're going to talk some. And uh, this is um, – actually, this is not from the basement. This is from um, – I think his name's Matt – I know his name's Matt, but I think it's Matt Kelly. He's got a um, – uh, not really a record label, but I think he's he's like an agent or a uh, uh, he represents uh, numerous uh, artists and promotes them. And I get things on occasion. He emails me things. So this is uh, Cameron Mitchell music and Chelsea No Evil, and he's kind of a country star. So uh, you know he sends me things a lot, and I just like some, sometimes I I can't work him in. I mean a lot of most of the times I can't. Um, because I plan things out to the T. You know how it is, Tico, man. You know how organized I am with this show, how everything. So I, but tonight, we're getting to it. And this is Cameron Mitchell. Uh, Chelsea No Evil. I'm pressing the thing. Oh. There we go. 
All right. Yes, that was uh, Paul Simon. Oh, man, I used to know all kinds of things about that song, like what, where the piano was, other famous songs that were recorded on that piano, mm-hmm. who played that piano. I've forgotten all these things, Tico. <laughs> <laughs> That's all right. It's, uh, it's, it's, uh, it's a good tune. Uh, Paul Simon and um, Tico, so uh, what's going on? So you're, so you're not from around here, are you? Uh, I'm, I was born in Armenia. Where's that? That's Tell me for us the geographic challenged. It's north of Iran. North of Iran. So that area is called the Caucasus Mountains. Okay. Yeah. It's near east. That's where. It is. Okay. And um, uh, what's the what's the topography like there? Is it a is it a desert? Is it mountainous? Is it's, it? It's just yeah. It's rocky mountains. Rocky mountains, the whole lot of it. Yeah, uh, everything. Everything. Well, there's some uh, there's some land where all the farms are. Right. Uh, it's a bit like a little valley, but mostly it's mountains. So that's where most of the uh, crops are grown. What's this area called in Armenia? The uh, the bread basket. Like the Ararat Ar- 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 Valley. Ar- oh, okay, that's I've it. heard that. Um, and um, that's very hist- a lot of a lot of history in it's, Armenia. It's where supposedly Noah's Ark landed. Okay, so, uh, all right. Okay. So, um, what's how, how how much do you know about the history of uh, Armenia? I mean, oh yeah. Uh, so you were born there. How long did you live there? Uh, Eighteen years. Eighteen, 18 years. years. So what what's it like in school? They teach you like this is Armenian history, right? Or they teach world history? Because in America, all you learn is like American history. Well, in schools, basically, start starting for the first year, you learn that every all your neighbors are enemies. Wow. Because yeah. <laughs> uh, like in the World War One, there was. The Armenian genocide, actually. That's, right. That's what I wanted to talk about. Okay. And basically, every, every we'll come back to that. But I want to get. Uh, I kind of want to get the perspective. Well, the country is very old. It's one of the the city where I, I'm from is almost three thousand years old. Okay, so there's that's, like old. It's like one of the oldest populated cities. People were rolling yeah. through there for thousands of years. Yeah. Right. Right. And so um, a lot of interesting history. It's like we had wars with. Rome. With Did Rome ever and, uh, get their uh, footprint yeah, in there? Yeah. yeah. Rome, Greece, Persian Empire. You were just, they were right in, they were yeah, just getting like, bandied about. So we, we got to border every major empire. <laughs> like, we, it's like the, I got like Polish relatives and they were like, you know, it was like, you know, Russia on one side, yeah. Germany on the <laughs> other side. It's like, oh, really? <laughs> uh, I've been in that position yeah. <laughs> for many and, years. And um, so, uh, it's it's a place that um, uh, was it? I mean, was it under was it under any Russian control at all? Oh yeah, yeah. It was it was part of like, the uh, uh, Soviet the Union, Russia, so Russian Empire, then the Soviet Union. Yeah. And then and when did you get uh, shake ni- your? Nineteen ninety one. They got their independence. Okay. But things got way worse because there's like democracy without the right constitution and right like super corrupt so uh, right so it was just became like uh who was the strongest yeah, was yeah, in charge like a, cl- a clan system basically it's like 10 families running the whole right. game yeah that's one thing about the soviet union man and, and the thing with like with like uh like saddam and stuff where they talk about it but you know when you got one guy i'm not i'm like not like i'm pro dictator but you know it's like yeah, one of those things where it gets worse after a revolution. <laughs> yeah. And, you know, I hope that it's, it's, it's something that plays out now. So that's, so 
we're, we're coming up on the 100-year anniversary, 150, is it? 100 years. 100 year anniversary of uh, the genocide of the Armenians by the Ottoman Empire, the Turkish yep. uh, Ottoman Empire, which was a huge empire. Um, I, I couldn't tell you exact uh, square footage or even, but they were very large, the Ottoman Empire, and ruled for a very long time, like, what, 600-plus years? Oh, yeah, almost. Uh, yeah, I, think, I think they can't... Uh, yeah, in the 15th century, maybe. I don't really know. So you got numbers. 600 solid years of the, the Holy Land, Armenia. All this, all this was all under control of, of that empire. It was, it was split between uh, Ottomans, Persians, and Russians, kind of. Okay. Yeah. All right. It still is sort of, except that the side where the, the eastern Turkey, uh-huh. that's the, like the original Armenia where it was basically where it all started okay that uh, after the collapse of the first world war uh, the, the Ottoman Empire in the right f- the world war one they ethnically cleansed the whole country out from their just Armenians they just happened to be w- what the was the so uh, Greeks so Assyrian. what was going on so you got this area in uh, um, it would be uh, the Ottoman Empire referred to called Armenia. What was it? What, what did the uh, what did the Turkish call, refer to it as? The, well, it's it was just Turkey, but the Armenians were the like Turkey. Like I'm an American, right? Right. Armenian American, so think of it as like. But they originally the Armenians were settling this area. I mean, they for, lived th- there for thousands for, of forever, years. Forever, yeah. Right. That, yeah. So the Turkish Empire eventually kind of surrounded it and encapsulated it. So they lost a couple of battles in Europe, and then. So they were pissed off because they, they got lost, their ass kicked because like, they, they, they lost, lost everything. Most of the, yeah, they lost their land in the Middle East, in Europe. Like they lost Greece, they lost Bulgaria. And then they're like saying, and "Fuck they, you, they, we're gonna." They we're gonna. turned it inside and basically just said Turkeys for Turks and just wiped out anybody who wasn't Turkish. That's, and that's um, something that I I don't uh, see, uh, uh, you know. I, I, it seems par for the course for hum, humankind, you know, that that shit goes on. Yeah. The, yeah goes, uh, it goes on now. Like yeah. Darfur. <laughs> right. You know, I mean, it goes in the Middle East. It goes on in the Middle East. It's, um, uh, it's peop, you know, so, so 100 years ago. But that that's not, I mean, all right, that's, and that's horrible, like, and and it's all documented. There's there's denying shit, but it's this it's it's real, it's documented, it's a fact. So but, the Pope of uh, the Pope, the new Pope, uh-huh. he got up and spoke about it last week. So that's a very big deal. And because what previous popes were uh, uh, kind of uh, on Turkey side the, or or somewhat. Paul did a writing thing, uh-huh. just like the, a statement, but this was a public during a service. To okay. The, to the world. Okay. You just said this. This is what happened. And there, so that's the a big deal. And the European, I think the, the European Parliament accepted it too. Um, uh, most of the states, like I think 40, 44 states right now, uh-huh. uh, recognize it. But on the federal level, it's not recognized because Turkey is threatening to close the U.S. military bases if they even talk about it. What's what's what is the problem? I mean, are they? The, well, the problem is that it's an ally, so it's like basically forgiving Germany for Holocaust, something like. Well, that. I mean, I know, but you look at all right. I mean, I can't say German for German, but you look at the um, the German politics, and they are they make a big effort to be not like yeah. Nazi Germany, right? But this, you got you got so, Turkey, who's like. 
Turkey says it didn't happen at all. So, so in Turkey, what, what are they worried about? I mean, I mean, I, I, I they're I, gonna lose. They don't the reparations basically. It's like trillions so, of dollars of reparations because they, they took land and everything. Okay, yeah. okay. So reparations. Um, all right, so, money. I can see motivating people. Yeah, it's money, land That's the that's why they uh, they're they're afraid of this top issue because there's like a, they're spending millions of dollars in lobbying. The US right. Lobbying. But I mean, when you think about it, I mean, as <clears throat> you know, the shit that goes on in war, right? I mean, yeah. people just like come in and take things and it's everything's been taken and taken and taken. I mean, I don't see I, I mean, I, I really I see it doubtful that people are like in Israel, you know, I mean, all the like Palestinians that were yeah. were driven out and property taken and. It's all that's all that shit's documented. Horrible, horrible shit that went down. Yeah, that's like a cultural genocide. And, and, it's and like slow, slow, but it's still going. It's it's. But they're not. They're not going to get their shit back, you know. And I mean, I don't think, you know, I don't know. But I mean, I think the least fucking thing that Turkey could do is like cop to it, you know. It's like one of these things. I don't see him giving all the land back to people who who want, who are long since dead, and hey, that was my great-grandfather's property, you know, I want that back. I mean, I don't see it happening. That's the most painful part about it, you know, because, so, every Armenian, like, child growing up hears about this story somewhere, like, my parents kind of kept me away from it when I was little, little, but then, like, you go to school, and then you socialize, you know about these things. Right. And, like, your grandparents do that. Your grandparents kind of make sure you know yeah. about it yeah. like my grandma would tell me you know you have to learn to swim because if you're on a boat if they kidnap you on a boat you know you know how to swim away and you have to learn turkish so you can pretend you're a turk so they don't kill you that's my early yeah, that's, childhood story like right. my, that's what i remember from my grandma did you pick you know? up turkish no, no. <laughs> no. uh you're screwed man and you're going back to <laughs> armenia what's gonna happen <laughs> yeah but it's, it's painful that kind of the and not not just because like it's my history but because it's happening today right and it's if there's no uh benefit to anybody nobody really will do anything you know like in darfur they can't do anything because china's investing so much money in there you know right so so it's it's so it's nothing it's, it's like nothing changed so people who and then for many years it was like a shame so this like my grandparents generation didn't really talk about this and it's just starting now it's like the third fourth generation. so your grandparents would have been like little kids at that point or? yeah, yeah. Oh, okay so my my grandma's dad was from turkey so he huh? fled his family was slaughtered so he fled to georgia and then to armenia and that's, wow so and every every armenian that i know has somebody who he's somehow connected because it's it's like it's ethnic cleansing so somebody has a relative somewhere right the painful thing is that these kids grow up and it's kind of a like a like victimization complex thing that they have because they just knowing that this is what happened because who you were ethnically who that you were christian that you're armenian and nobody gave a shit that this happened right it's kind of it's a stressful think and it's in everybody's mind i think and, and it's it's like one of those things where it's there i mean it's yeah. like it's not it's a hundred years ago it went down but it's still there it's like so yeah. so what um and it's like like why did you why did we survive you know like 
Why did you? But, but what's uh, come on? What's on the um, what's on the the upper end though? I mean, the people got to be there. Well, the it's upper, like upper end is that a lot of people survived, and today they're organized and they talk about this and they influence like different countries, governments, organizations, spreading awareness. And is the culture th- thriving? Are people still doing traditional things? That, yes, yes, that, the culture is thriving. You know, they're like millions of our, most of Armenians are living abroad now, mm-hmm. so they're about ten million. And only how's the food? I don't think I've ever. It's amazing. Yeah. yeah, the food really is amazing. I'll, I should, I'll bring you something. <laughs> it is amazing. <laughs> Excellent. Um, so, I mean, that's. Uh, it seems like that there's maybe slow progress. It seems like um, it. It needs to be. It's like one of those things that needs to be uh, addressed, like all the time, you know, because it's it's obvious that. They're only gonna um, do this if there's pressure, you know. There, mm. and and I think Turkey, it's a slow thing. You can't just try to like twist their arm and do it. You know, it's just got to be a slow thing. And like you said, there's a certain amount of states that have it. Well, to- talking about so Turkish people, young people uh-huh. who I meet, right. who I've met here, they don't really, they don't know about this because, so. It's illegal to talk. You go to jail if you mention this right. in Turkey. You don't go over this in school. The their version of the like teaching this as a history is that there was a civil war, and there was famine and plague, uh, plague, and that's how those people died. It's civil war. Right. But they were marched into the desert to build railroads and then like burned, you know, raped. Right. It was like horrible stuff. So it was not really civil war. It was it's, it's like organized. Right. There's like thousands well, and thousands of documents. Genocide. I mean, yeah. by definition, right? So, well, um, so you got the hundred anniversary. What's going on? They having uh, big parties, or is it a somber thing, or what? What's it? Uh, it's it's a mixture of like mourning and partying. Like partying's cause celebrating. You know, it's it's a celebration too. You know, I gotta think it's a big fuck you, man. There's yeah. like there's millions of us. Yeah. You know, it's like you didn't do it. You know, and so we're here. There are no like it's getting. There's more and more pressure. It's not really like. We kind of don't. We're not gonna forget this kind of. Right. So it's gonna go on for another thousand years if necessary. But like, <laughs> right. Good. It's, Good. It's sad, but then there were survivors and they're thriving. That's very nice. Yeah, absolutely. And um, so if you're if you're traveling around um, through the through uh, Eastern Europe, I mean, is uh, Armenia a place that? Uh, so you're gonna go. You're gonna go there. What are you gonna do? You go there. What's the first thing you're gonna do? So this well, family, of course, because I have, I have most of my family back home. So you're going, you're off the plane and you're into a family car and off to the yeah, house. I'm, I somewhere. just go home. Right, right. And <laughs> what's, what's, what do you do? Like, all right, you've um, hung with the family a couple of days. Uh, you know, it's like you got all your hugs and kisses in. You want to go to some old haunt or something. What, what, where are you going to go? Well, there's this, there are a lot of old churches and temples uh-huh. all around the country. Really, really, really old. So this, Armenia was... It was the first Christian nation. It's like the first, like officially statewide. Oh wow! So the you think the United States would be like just handing you all kinds of help, you know? They do help. <laughs> they, yeah, they do help. They like kind of prevent current. Being all Christian and everything. <laughs> you know? uh, no, it's not really a Christian thing. You know, it's more of a money thing. Uh, I mean, but I mean, I don't know. It's like it, it's. 
they they're still helping, but then they're really not. They're helping because there's a large Armenian pop population in the United States, so they just want to get elected. That's why they are helping, really. Right. <laughs> what not, um? No moral. <laughs> so what are were they uh, uh, Catholic, Christian, or Orthodox kind it's, of? Or, it's uh, called yeah Orthodox. Gregorian, Gregorian. Okay, so okay. Um, so, so you follow kind of the Greek uh, Christmases and that kind of stuff. Uh, it's close to Greek, yeah. Okay, we're, we're, our cultures are very similar. Yeah, those Greeks—they were everywhere. You know, that's what my my dad's from uh, Croatia, mm. and it was. Uh, well, Greeks Greeks suffered too. They were, a lot, yeah, Greeks, Assyrians. Yeah, there was they plenty all, of hurt going around. Yeah, a lot of hurt going on. <laughs> right on. So uh, you brought some music in. What do you got? What do you got for us? Well, I got... Let's see. So I want to play a song by System of a Down. Okay. So these guys are Armenians from Los Angeles. I didn't know they were Armenian. Yeah, they're all Armenian. One of them's from Armenia. The other three are from... I think their parents are from Iraq. Okay. Like all the Middle East is kind of Armenians are spread all over. Alrighty. And so, oh, then they are they're going to Armenia for the first time to do a free concert for the. Are you going to be there? Hundred years. Yeah, I think they're there right now because this this week is the whole. Okay, so it's called.
Hey man, getting the lead out. What do you say? That was uh, that was Led Zeppelin. Houses of the Holy. That was, uh, what was the name of that song? Song uh, remains the same. The song remains the same. That's right. Oh uh, yeah, <laughs> nothing getting by me. Um, we're gonna play. We're going. We're going back to the basement and. Uh, uh, Tico turned the light on and um, brought me down there, and we dug this up. This is forced medication. This is so fresh. Uh, it's called Peace in Chaos. And let me get, let me get that. And we're going to go there. Wait a minute. All right, the pause button's going. The line of dots are going in a line. Here we go. Oh, shit. All right, hold on, hold on. Give me your... Uh, I didn't plug it in. Oh, sorry about that. That was so Bush League. But that's what we do. You know, we're swapping things around. So I've chopped uh, the first eight seconds of this off. Um, is that going to be a problem, Tico? No, no. All right, all right. Here we go. Thank you. 
standing on the corner Suitcase in my hand Jackson's corset, Jane is in her vest And me, I'm in a rock and roll band huh. Riding the studs back at Jim You know, those were different times all, all the poets, they studied rules of verse And those ladies, they rolled their eyes I'm the Jack, he is the banker And Jane, she is a clerk And both of them save their monies And when, when they come home from work ooh, Sitting down by the fire ooh, The radio does play The classical music there, Jim the march of the wooden soldiers All your protesters You can hear Jack say yeah, Get her in here And there's even some evil mothers Well, they're gonna tell you that everything is just dirt You know that women never really faint And that villains always blink their eyes Ooh. And that, you know, children are the only ones who blush And that life is just to die
feels exposed, built a barbed wire prison. Nietzsche six feet under, but this baby still got rhythm. Einstein celebrating ten decades, but I'm afraid philosophy is just too much responsibility for me. I do the Whack a ball. 